get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Me and Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the call with other people. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or... Listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So I want to say very, very good uh, morning, good day, good evening, uh, good weekend. Whenever you're listening to this particular uh, series, I want it to be good for you. And, you know, we are, uh, this is the beginning of a new series. And as you know, we always give you an intro. We want you to set up. We want to set you up for the come up. And when we say we, I'm talking about uh, none other than God and the Holy Trinity, the Holy Trinity and myself. I want you to understand that, um, you know, real success uh, comes through uh, discipline. As a matter of fact, you know, the word disciple, the, the whole base word of disciple is discipline. Is relative to discipline, and uh, disciples are just disciplined followers of Christ, and not just followers running around behind Him. I'm talking about um, His will, His way. And so, what I want you to think about here, as we are discovering the five disciplines that you need to discover real success in anything, in anything. I'm talking about you make your list in whatever you want success in. And if you adopt a disciplined routine around it, you can achieve anything. It's not if, but when. That should excite you. But I want you to know that uh, we're going to create the evidence around what I just shared with you from the word of God. So Hebrews 12 and 11, which is the faith book, Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, is where we're going to go for our foundational scripture. I don't want you to just turn to this. I want you to write this scripture down because it's super important for you to have real success. And I'll discuss what real means in just a moment. Let's go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you made and we're glad we're joyous. We're here in the land of the living. Oh, my Lord, thank you for giving us another opportunity to serve you and serve your people. What a wondrous, humbling privilege it is just to do that. Lord, today we are seeking your faith. We want to have the mind of our Savior, your Son, our King, 
Jesus Christ, that we will understand how to acquire real success. Help us in our unbelief that we can't have that. Your word has given us the instructions that are very basic, yet the world make it complicated. Help us simplify that, that we may go on and be pleasing to you that we may become that sweet aroma in your nostrils that will be in alignment for what was meant for good for ourselves and others and experience great rewards through our diligence and our discipline. We're grateful for those who have the ears to hear and will go out and actually do what it is you're telling us to do so we may build your kingdom here on earth and leave an inheritance for our children's children. Thank you for everything you've already done. Thank you for even the experiences that were meant to teach us Help us not to harm us. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Excuse me for my delays. I am just so grateful on this morning. As I'm going through, my mind is God getting to work on me with this series from yesterday. And if you're just tuning in, it's the five disciplines you need to discover real success in anything. And what I mean by real is, number one, your source needs to be real, and you must know how to do it over and over again. We're not talking about success that you just bump into, that you're just as surprised as others that you've achieved it. And so the book of Hebrews 12, verse 11, you can read it in New King James Version as I normally read, but I went to the English Standard Version for a reason. Because of the words that were chosen. It says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Oh, my mercy. I don't know about you, and I started with the post earlier today, and I you know, shared, like, when I hear the word discipline, I don't know how it makes you feel, but for me, coming from a West Indian family who they're like, okay, you don't spare the ride, the kid get out of line, what have you. And at that moment, I totally didn't understand, totally was too immature, 
when I was a child, and I don't mean a child only being in age, I mean in understanding. And it's something that we avoid at all costs when it's actually a superpower if you know how to use discipline. You can accomplish almost anything. And I say the word almost because somebody is going to be smart enough to figure out one of them that you can't acquire. But I can tell you something. Your discipline and your spiritual, your emotional, your expectations, your mindset, your work ethic, and even with money can get you enough things in life to where when you sit back and you're of season age, you will know that you know that you know that you can say according to the word of God that he will say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I just want you to put a note as we going into this lesson on it just Holy Spirit just brought it to my remembrance because it was my first place of understanding what God required to get access to everything. Wouldn't you want to know, okay, if I do this one thing, it can open the door to everything. And Matthew six and thirty-three says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you. If you notice the word righteousness is used in both Matthew 6, 3, and Hebrew 12, 11. But in Hebrew, it says something very profound about peaceful fruit. Because we know that we can have discipline, acquire things, and become miserable. And that is typically, as I go into the lesson, your gauge doing how you do it. Although our first discipline we need is our spiritual discipline, I'm going to put that for last because I want to go to first something that's driving your life, driving your discipline, and could be helping or harming you, you decide, and it's called your emotions. Now, I want you to know that our disciplines are really connected to our self-worth, meaning what you believe you deserve out of life. It's connected to our self-love, which has everything to do with our spiritual love. Once you really love God and you know how he really loved you, there's certain things you just won't tolerate. I know the world will tell you, be patient with it, rock with it for a little bit, but there are certain things when you begin to really understand who you are and whose you are that you just won't tolerate anymore. So when you start to think about discipline, I want you to really embrace it, and I want you to separate it from the word abuse. Because I can tell you that I know that this word may bring up some very difficult emotions, especially if we don't know the distinction between discipline and abuse. 
Dr. Moreau would always remind us and say that whenever someone don't know the use of a thing, abuse occur, the misuse of it. And that can come from our childhood, that can come from our relationships, our personal relationships, our business relationships. Literally, when someone don't know your value, abuse can occur. But it's about your discipline and emotions will decide what you do about it. Now, I have shared a graphic in many of my trainings. Even that we're going to be moving into, and I want you to know that your emotions determines your mindset and how you feel about something determines what you do about it. I'm just going to say it over and over because most people don't sort through their feelings. They just allow their feelings to take control of their life. You have knee-jerk reactions to situations when there is emotional intelligence. Most emotions are derived by personal experiences, underline that, or experiences of others who have given permission to influence us. Now, I want you to hear me. And this is where you got to do the thing I always tell you to do, check your crew. I'm not talking about only your crew, the ones that you hang around all the time. I'm talking about the things or the people, whatever, that you listen to, that you even allow to get into your psyche and give you determinations of how you handle yourself and others. Influence don't even always come from people who you have a positive emotion toward. I'm going to say that because even right now, in this season that we are in in our world, there is so much tension. That most people don't know how they feel. They feel the stuff they don't really know how they feel. I've been there before, so don't act like you haven't. Don't act like you are 100% clear on what's happening in this world today and what to do with it. Handle on it so you don't forget that discipline will get you what you want. The reason why I'm saying this to you very strategically, is that many of us are disciplined to lose in everything we said we want. Our regimens take us further rather than closer to what we say we want. And the reason why I say it's what we say we want, because there's a difference for most when you say what you want and you know what you want. Most people don't say what they mean. Well, why else would the word of God tell us, let our yea be our yea and our no be our no? Any of the, anything else is of the evil one. Why would you think the Bible would tell us that? Because he knows. He comes back and tells us that a 
double-minded man is unstable in all their ways. But let's think about it. That's just a person that the emotions are just fluctuating to and fro, or when you have the emotion, you don't know what to do with it, so you're not doing the thing that takes you towards what you want versus what you don't want. Now, I know that there is a downward spiral in emotions, and we have to know about these things because I literally sometimes will experience an emotion, and I'm saying, hold on. What does that emotion really mean? Well, what am I talking about? Like if you get angry or if you feel powerless, right? Powerlessness is the lowest emotion, or if you start feeling negative or guilty or Anything, whether it's hatred, this is so much hatred going on in the world right now. Uh, when you begin to think about anything, worry, jealousy, I mean, impatience, frustration, all of those things will harm you as an emotion if you don't know how to sort through it and know what to do. They will literally bring you into a lower vibration where there is low productivity taking you further away from what you say you want. Those emotions are the root of fear, procrastination. It's the root on why people turn away from even opportunities that can change their life because they really don't know what they want and they don't know how to work through how they feel. I have been able to discover a gift of managing the emotion that I know takes you in a downward spiral and use it to flip the script and get what I want. But you can't get what you want unless you really know and you don't really know unless you have a real desire. Then you got to decide. Some people, it doesn't even matter if they have success or not in their personal or their professional life. They just winging it. Do you think the disciples could just wing it without actually doing the word, not just hearing what was told to them? So when we start to discuss this deal on the discipline of your emotion and take you more into positive expectations, I don't want to get ahead of myself with expectations and your belief and hopefulness, enthusiasm, passion, eagerness, being empowered and everything to lead you to freedom. Is that what you want? Freedom. Well, if you live in the Americas, you say you're living in the land of the free. But if you want to take a deeper look at your life, are you free? Do you feel free? Because there are a lot of invisible shackles or handcuffs that only you have the keys to.
The reason I'm going to go into the spiritual discipline later, because you got to wrap it up and you're going to understand that the first thing is to work on your spirit, but I got to wrap it up because, see, the emotional side is the mindset. That's what we live in right now. Emotions are a right now. Like, literally, even if something happened in the past, the emotion has to be conjured up now for you to feel the same way you did in the past. God does not live in time. So what you got to understand is that your past is still that moment in time, just like you keep bringing it into your present. But you have to associate an emotion to it. But what if I were to share with you that the most horrible things that have ever happened to you, you can flip the emotion and move it into, instead of powerlessness, move it into it's your power. Instead of hopelessness, it gives you hope. Instead of intimidation or something, it gives you inspiration. Instead of it stopping you, it makes you press the go button. Now it will take you closer to what you want versus further away. I believe some of you are going to have to go back and listen to this one to say, what does she really mean? I want to let you know that that's the wrong question. The right question for you, and by the way, you ask the wrong question for anything, you may get the wrong answer for what you're trying to do. And I want you to ask yourself the question that I've had to ask myself that have guided me through major decisions in life. You got to dig deep. The question is, what do you really want? And then weigh your emotions toward what you said you really want. It's going to change so much for you. Now, I'm not telling nobody to get on, go make no knee-jerk reactions and go give some people pink slips in your personal and your business life. But I'm saying it might lead that to that. And a pink slip might be needing to be given to your old self. So you can discover that discipline can give you success in almost anything. So I know this is going to be good. Today, as a network marketer, business person, whatever it is, any business, what is your daily method of operation? And when you discover and you look at that, are there disciplines built in that takes you closer to what you want? If not, you'll be spinning your wheels. 
I'm not saying it's anything wrong with someone sitting in the same place in their business forever and ever. There's no way I can judge it's wrong unless you feel that it's wrong. The only way you're going to do something about where you are is for you to assess your emotion around where you are and what you're going to do with it. Don't go with the pity party. It doesn't help anybody. It's just going to make you more frustrated. Just decide what you're going to do about it. I love you so much. I only really begin to learn how to love people I don't even see or don't even know through first learning to love God and loving myself. It changes a lot. Hopefully this helped you. We're going to go deep into expectations, discipline and your expectations next. I want you right now to write down what do you really want. Assess your emotion around it. And what are you going to do about it? God bless you.